the online safety bill. This is in the London Evening Standard. Online safety bill. Legislation to stop harmful social content passes Parliament. The long gestating online safety bill is set to be enshrined in law with massive consequences for the ways we access online services. The bill passed its final stages in Parliament and now awaits royal assent, which it will get, especially with King Charles being so close to the World Economic Forum. Uh, the article continues, according to the government, the online safety bill is designed to make the UK the safest place in the world to be online by regulating how tech platforms should handle harmful content such as child sexual abuse imagery, cyberbullying and misinformation. Since it was published in 2021, the bill has been mired in political turmoil with privacy campaigners and tech firms labelling it a threat to free speech and people's data. Messaging platforms WhatsApp and Signal have even threatened to quit the UK over a provision in the bill which requires them to scan encrypted messages for child abuse material. Following its clearance from Parliament, Technology Secretary Michelle Donnellan said the online safety bill is a game-changing piece of legislation. Our common sense approach delivers a better future for British people and makes sure that what is illegal offline is also illegal online. It puts protecting children first and enables us to catch keyboard criminals and crack down on heinous crimes they seek to commit. The article continues, the online safety bill is a new set of laws to protect children and adults online. If the bill becomes law, it would force social media companies to remove illegal content. Government says it would put the media regulator Ofcom in charge of checking whether platforms were protecting their users. Firms that break rules for harmful content would face large fines. The bill previously included a section that required the largest highest risk platforms to tackle some illegal but harmful material accessed by adults. This referred to offensive content that does not constitute a criminal offence. It meant the likes of Facebook, Instagram and YouTube would have been tasked with preventing people from being exposed to content about topics such as self-harm and eating disorders as well as misogynistic posts. Campaigners against the bill have previously warned that the bill will result in the mass surveillance of every private online message and will ruin London's reputation as a place to do business if it becomes law, WhatsApp, Signal and Element have told the standard. Meredith Whitaker, president of not-for-profit secure messaging app Signal, previously told the standard that if the bill does not amend its language, it will not only create a significant vulnerability that will be exploited by hackers, hostile nation-states and those wishing to do harm, but effectively salt the earth for any tech development in London and the UK at large. Encrypted messaging services WhatsApp, Session, Signal, Element, Threema, Vibrant and Wire previously signed a letter calling on the government to urgently rethink the proposed bill. To allay those fears, ministers assured tech firms in September that they could not be forced to pry open private messages which they cannot currently access due to a security technology called end-to-end -end encryption. End-to-end -end encryption is a security method that keeps chats and messages secure. It is a system of communication where only the users communicate and can read their messages. At the 11th hour, the government appeared to back down by confirming in the laws that it would only require messaging firms to scan for illegal content when it became technically feasible. Crucially, however, that phrase did not make it into the amended legislation, leading many privacy advocates and industry bodies to worry that the can has simply been kicked down the road. 
Age checks are another part of the online safety bill that had prompted a backlash. The bill puts the onus on website owners that carry content that may be harmful to children to check the age of visitors using an age verification or age estimation system. Alongside the spy clause, this provision has also prompted an outcry from privacy advocates and companies. Experts say these unproven systems cannot be relied upon and will lead to children getting access to sites they shouldn't and to adults being wrongly blocked. Meanwhile, Wikipedia has refused to carry out the age checks despite concerns that non-compliance could see it shut down in the UK. So what is the online safety bill really about? Well, as ever, the decision on what content crosses the line will be made by authority and content challenging official narratives with legitimate comment, verifiable research and evidence which is considered harmful will be punished with fines or a prison sentence for the social media companies and in some cases in terms of the prison sentence depending on what the content is heads of the social media companies could be could face a prison sentence unless that content is deleted in the free democratic country called britain authority clearly has no confidence in its own narratives and its own arguments and moves like the online safety bill smack of desperation in the face of gathering numbers of people seeing the world anew if you're confident in your argument you don't want to censor anyone because you are confident that what you're saying will stand up to scrutiny and you welcome debate because you want people to see the truth of what you're saying the online safety bill is nothing to do with protecting anyone The claim about making sure people, including children, are safe online is just an excuse exploiting those people to justify censoring alternative comment and information. The reach of the alternative media online has massively expanded since the COVID era, not least because of the accuracy of the alternative media during the COVID era and the fact that the very world we are now living in mirrors what the alternative media has claimed for decades was coming children and young people today as i show in detail in my first book pay-per-view in print are the most targeted generation in human history now suddenly protecting the children is a priority it's not about protecting children but exploiting them i hear calls to put pressure on social media giants to force them to remove alleged misinformation and alleged harmful material quicker or more effectively The pressure is unnecessary because removing material challenging official narratives is exactly what they were invented to do, not least through the CIA's project InQtel and DARPA, the technological development arm of the Pentagon. And there's a fantastic book I recommend on this called Surveillance Valley by investigative journalist Yasha Levine, which shows in fine detail the military intelligence network of America created Silicon Valley to censor as well as many other reasons, including profiling and data tracking and all that stuff. And there's increasing pressure now to toe the party line, not speak out against the madness all around us, but if people are in their true power, This is nothing more than a scare tactic, a deterrent to discourage people from saying the unsayable. But we have to say the unsayable because without freedom of speech, there are no other freedoms. Because how do you defend any other freedom without the words to do it? A common question asked about free speech is, are there limits to free speech? Well, no, because otherwise it wouldn't be free. Another way to phrase the question is, should there be limits to freedom of speech? No. Nothing should be restricted in terms of speech, and this includes incitement of violence or terrorism, hate speech, medical misinformation, and yes, even Holocaust denial. 
I don't agree or align with any of those types of speech myself, but speech must never be censored before the moment of delivery, before it gets a chance to be communicated. After the person behind the speech gets that opportunity to air or publish their views, then the speech should be dealt with using criminal law if necessary, but the speech must get out there first, otherwise an authority is deciding what people see and hear and that only ever ends one way. And as I've said before, the plan has always been that people will only ever see and hear what authority wants them to see and hear, and nothing else, and that's the direction we're going in evermore now, not least through Silicon Valley and the online safety bill. In other words, what should people be allowed to say? Anything. Censoring any of those types of speech I just mentioned and other types of speech or categories of speech would not be an end but a start as eventually all speech challenging official narratives would be encompassed by the runaway snowball of censorship. As the saying goes, give them an inch and they'll take a mile. All speech must be protected to protect speech and therefore freedom. I see debates on what should be done about abuse on social media from idiots who perceive they have nothing better to do with their time than abuse people online, often anonymously. Well, how about nothing? Nothing. I don't agree with abuse, but the abuse only has an effect if the target chooses to be affected. Offence and hurt from speech of a choice and it's one we can choose not to make. From this perspective, the abusers can be left to abuse until their heart's content, while the targets just ignore it, shake their head and move on. The abuse only has power if we let it, and the same is true of authority and their power over humanity, which only exists if we give our power away.